step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Yeah. Ripped off, bad news. You need advice so you don't have to lose. We'll come running just as fast as we can. Troubleshooter's gonna help the common man. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Hi, Tom Martino, your Troubleshooter 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. Welcome to a cold week. Another cold. Well, it's going to warm up a little, but thanks for being here. We're going to help you any way we can. Kelly, let me get this straight. Is our guest with you or am I going to call him? I, I, I think I see him on the He's board. On the Is phone. that right? He's on the phone. Yes. Okay, good. We have Steve Sizik from Larson uh, Tax Relief. Um, Larson Financial, Larson Tax. It's 844-LARSON-TAX. We talk about tax problems, getting jammed up, audits, all of that. We'll, we'll go to him in a second here and talk about that. Uh, right now, we're taking your calls. We have open lines. 303 713 talk 303 713 8255 now unlike other shows we don't try to change your politics religion philosophy or way of life all we want to do is help you if you've gotten into a problem question complaint that you need help with on a consumer issue uh, from day to day or whenever the important thing is that you don't let these problems fester too long they don't get better as they fester they get worse as they fester so it's better when you have a problem at first sight of a problem to give us a call you can also call any time of the day or night 303 martino 303-627-8466 and that's where you can leave a message we'll get back to you we really will so if we're not on the air leave a message leave your number a lot of people also have been contacting me through social media that's okay too just leave a number and then of course we have people who uh, call live at 303 Martino, and you'll get right through because we forward that number. So there are a number of things we need to talk about, but I, I want to bring up something just because it used to be that when we disagreed, we disagreed on philosophy, on politics, on stuff. Now... Disagreement has gone this way. Listen carefully. If you don't agree with me, you are dangerous, or you are hateful, or you do not, you should not be heard. That is the trend that's troubling me. As a child of the 60s, where I protested everything, I like the freedom to protest. I like the freedom to talk about things, and then if I was a nut, people wouldn't listen. But nowadays, there is a real move to suppress free speech. Now, people will say, but Tom, 
it's not free speech. It's radical, ridiculous, dangerous speech. It's hate speech. I have to say something. I'd rather deal with hate speech publicly and know what people think than have it suppressed or censored and not know what people think. If there's a group out there that masquerades as some kind of a civic group and they're really neo-Nazis or hateful people, I'd like to know about it. I think it's better to have open speech, even if it's hate speech. I'm all for allowing hate speech. I don't, dis I don't agree with hate speech, but I'm allow I, they should allow it, right? Isn't that logical? Do you know that in California, and you know what happens if it happens in California, when will it be introduced? Where? After California, where? What will happen? If Newsom does it, Polis follows. Do you realize that we actually have in California a law signed by Newsom? in 2022 and it requires company to have policies to bar and censor hate speech disinformation and harassment so here's what i want to know who decides what is hate speech what is disinformation and what is harassment who decides that who I mean, I mean, really, who do you want making that decision? I, I just realized I didn't have my light on. Mark, look at the monitor. What do you think? My light's not on. You, I, you're, of course, you're going to say it's better for me to have the light off, right? But let me put this on. I think it looks good. Now, hold on. I'm serious now. I want my YouTube morons to tell me, too. The light's off. The light will be on in a minute here. I'm going to turn, so I have an app that can turn it on. I have a no, screen. no, no. Turn it back on. Why did, there it is. What do you That's think? good right there. Better? Okay. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Um, anonymous. Uh, they, they prefer to be called anonymous. That's fine with me. Go ahead. Anonymous, what's going on? Um, so as I mentioned last week... Yeah, this was um, a really heavy one, and I said, we need to get you back on because it sounded almost unreal. So go ahead. I believe... Uh, oh, my God. I, okay. In 1985, you were 14. Is that right? Correct. Hey, may I call you just something like Mary or something just so I don't have to say anonymous? Go for it. <laughs> okay. No, seriously. You know, like Mary. Uh, kind of pretty anonymous name. Anyway, Mary, 1985, 14 years old. Your mom was depressed. She says, I'm going to go commit suicide. She literally announced that. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. She says, I'm going to drive my car into a canal. Did she actually say that? She did. Now, you called police or did your dad or was your dad around at the time my dad was at work my sister was the only one home my dad was at work did your sister hear it yeah she told my sister now now and did she, she tell you too all of her i was not home oh you weren't home okay okay so you were 14 years old and her sister was how old 
My sister was 17. 17 years old, was told by mom. And, and did your sister call you? She did. She called, said, Mom just left. She said she's going to drive into the canal. She told a 14-year-old sister that. So, and her sister, so your sister, 17 years old, um, heard Mom say, I'm going to commit suicide. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, what happened? You heard that. Who called police? My dad. So we called, my sister called my dad at work. My, my dad came home and he called the police. And the police came and they took a report and they said, call us back in 24 hours um, to confirm she's still missing. Um, and they, and but now, did you, now you believe, um, you believe that they should have checked canals or what? I do. And she was three doors down from our house. Yeah, but which canal? If she said, canal. I'm going to drive off into a canal, did they have any idea where to start looking? She had threatened that particular canal over and over again. She had, she had driven towards that canal as if she was going to do it at times with us in the car. Um, multiple what, what was wrong with your mom, do you think? Um, it's a long story. I mean, mental illness for sure. Um, she had had a pretty severe accident. So I wonder if she had traumatic brain injury. I don't know. Um, she had had a, a moped accident where she drove her. It was the first time ever driving it. And, and she drove it into the window of a house nearby. Um, and she had a. So does she have a history of mental illness? Mom had a history of that. What's that? Not prior to the accident. Not prior to the accident. Okay. Um, so she died. But you didn't know. Mom never came home. What did police do? I don't know. I don't know. Is your dad still alive? Is your dad still alive? No. Is your sister? Yes. All my siblings are still alive. Okay, how many siblings? I have two brothers and one okay. sister. Now, during all this time, what did you guys do? Was she declared dead? What happened from 85 you know, to, you know, whenever? Yeah, we just, you know, multiple times we reconnected with the police saying, could you, you know, what did, what is, what's been done? Have you heard anything? Can you, can you look again? I guess other members of her family, her brother. Did police had, investigate? I don't, I honestly don't know. Okay. We didn't know. I mean, but basically at some point, you just reconciled with the fact your mom was gone. Did you assume she was exactly. dead? Each of us needed to, at some point, lots of counseling, lots of counseling. At some point, each, each of us needed to make a decision that she was alive somewhere and choosing not to be with us. Or she had done what she said and she was dead. And that's the choice I made, was to believe that she had done what she said. Now. And she was gone. Okay. Hold on, and we'll finish this story. This is odd, because I'm not sure where we go or what we can do. But this is many, many years ago. I, I believe, like, what, 30-some-odd years ago, almost 40 years ago. She's missing. We got more coming up, 303 
888-713-TALK. Water pros. I'm telling you now more than ever, with the nanoplastics and basically everything, including water, you need water filtration, water treatment, and he has something for you, whether you want it for your plumbing, your health, or whatever. It is it is urgent. And the best thing about Water Pros is they don't scare you into spending a ton of money. They are at least three to four to five times cheaper than any other place when it comes to quality water systems. 303. And, and by the way, let me just say one more thing about this. They have the best systems at the lowest prices. 303-862-5554. <laughs> Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home. With Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. By the way, Frank Duran, the real estate man, recently gave someone some help who was facing foreclosure. Even in these times, he can do that. He can work with lenders and try to get your house uh, held off until he can sell it because he has such a great track record, they listen to him. So if you ever need help with that, we don't often talk about that. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com, 303-920-1622. Okay, this is a tragic story. I don't think we're going to solve it, but I want to recap it. Her mom says in 1985, I'm going to go commit suicide and drive my car into a canal, basically. 17-year-old daughter hears it, calls dad. Dad calls police. Police say, call in 24 hours if she's not back. They call. Police, she said, did not search. She was right in the canal, apparently right down the street. How do we know that? Well, this is the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. Mary? Okay, so so 30 years go by. When was it discovered that she was in that canal right near the house? Saturday night of the 6th, I got a phone call from the Miami-Dade Police Department saying they had found the car, and I asked, was she in it? And they said there were remains in the car. Um, so 2024, you get a call saying, we found your mom. Why didn't they look for, I mean, was the car, was it obvious or was the car completely submerged? So the car was completely submerged. Um, it was a volunteer diving organization. Went looking for her missing persons. They looked for missing persons in water. And they went looking for her. And the car was 32 feet down. They said it was covered in trees at this point in time. I'm sure it wasn't. Do you think at the time, had they looked in canals, they would have found it? I think if they, yes, if they had looked right where she said she was going to go and at least tried there, yes. Now, next question. Next question. What but even want? if they did find her right away, I mean, that wouldn't have changed anything. It's not like they would have saved her, well, right? Well, maybe, though, Mark, maybe. Who knows, right? Maybe she was in there for a while before it completely submerged and drowned her. I don't know. How deep was that canal, Mary? The, the car was on its roof 32 feet down. There's no way she would have been alive. Oh. But we wouldn't have waited 39 years 
to find out. Oh, so it was on its roof 32 feet down. It wouldn't have mattered. You're right. She's so, not going to be alive when they found her. But it So, Mary, a lot I texted us. some of my legal brains on these weird topics. And I have some thoughts from them. But I want to give them this latest information we just got. That it Can was I found on its lid. Things? But, but uh, what do you want? Just like, yeah. what is your... That's, that's what, what do you that, want? That is my original question there. Before we, we, we found out it was 32 feet under on its top. So what do you want, Mary? Seriously. What, if you could wave your magic wand, what do you want? So I need to share one more piece first. And that is that when they were moving the car... So the car was intact. All the windows were intact when it was found by these divers. When the police removed the car, I believe they lost her remains. Because it was stated there were remains in the car. No, I get it. I get it. And now they're telling us they have six small fragments. Okay, but what do you... Okay, we still have a fair question. What do you want? And I don't so mean that want, to be harsh. I know. I know. I want I want transparency. I want I want to be able to see the files. What- hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What was done and what was not done. I want truth. Like, we didn't have truth. No, what you want is is closure. Sure, I want closure. I want to know what happened to her remains. Like, are they now back at the bottom of that canal? But what if they are? What do, I, I, and I hate saying it like this, but I have to. D- just forgive me for these questions. What difference does it make? And they go back down there and get them, and we have something to to cremate or bury or have a final. Well, you have those fragments, right? What, you have some fragments. Know. They don't know. They don't know if they'll be able to identify them. And if they don't identify them, I don't know if they release them to us or not. If they can't, they don't know that they have enough to. Some guy picked them up. Well, then why did they call you? Let's put it that way. Why did they call you? To let us know they found her car. Well, okay, they know it's the car based on what? The license plate? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty obvious she was probably inside. Do you think she might be alive? No. No, I think, think it was her. I just think so many mistakes were made. Yeah, but, okay, this, by the way, Mary, is not unusual for people who've gone through this to want something, but they're not sure why. It's trauma, it's grief, it's non-closure, it's everything. But I think, did you ask the team if they would go down and try to find the remains? I mean, there, there must be bones, right? Did they take the car out, by the way? They did. And as they were taking the car out, all the windows broke. Okay. And you certainly don't blame them for that, right? Or do you think they should have taken more care with remains? I think that there are pretty strict 
laws around how you handle remains. And I think I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe, but it's 30 years. You would think from a forensic standpoint to see if maybe she was hit in the head or somebody put, you know, a weight on the gas pedal or you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, yeah, from a forensic standpoint, you think they would care, but it's also 30 years so, Mary, do your siblings share your concerns? Yes. And have they appealed to this diving team? Because I don't think you can compel law enforcement to do it. Or have you considered hiring people to do it? No one would fault you for that. Have you considered that? Yes, that's a possibility. I mean, that's the only that's the only that. possibility is to hire divers to go where the car was to find as many remains as possible. I don't even know if you can test whatever would be left. Bones. Can you? And I don't know if they can touch them. I mean, I would think if you find human remains, you're supposed to call the police. So I don't know if they would even be allowed. Yeah, but if police won't do it, I don't really... I think you're kind of making stuff up here as we go. I, I, who says they have? If, to if they have bone fragments, they're going to be able to do a DNA test on it. I mean, this is a, this is like not yeah. as far as figuring out if it's her or not. Well, it's not that they want to figure it out. I, and, and that's another thing. It's not that they want to figure it out. Do, do you want something to bury, or what exactly is that? What it is? You want you? I, I so keep going back to the word you. closure. Here's why I called you, Tom, is because yeah. it was probably just last week you had a woman on who called because she was not paying her rent, and you told her the truth. You said to her, you've done this all wrong, and you need, you know, you need to do this another way. This is not a case you're going to have. That's what I want to hear from you. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. I think because of the time frame and because she announced what she was going to do, I don't think foul play is suspected. Therefore, I think it's a free reign. I think you can hire divers to go in and find remains and have them tested, but you're going to have to do it on your dime. Now, if they find remains, you might want to run it by police. But if it was me, I wouldn't even bother. If they've already said no and they're not going to do it, then I would do it. That's exactly what I would do. And I don't think anyone, I, I don't know of any laws, I'm looking up here, of any laws that would prevent you from doing that unless diving is not permitted there. I mean, I'm sure divers know what they're doing. That submerged team, you can ask them, uh, whoever they are, can you recommend independent divers who we can hire to go down and try to recover remains? That is what I would do, okay? And I, you know, for those listening you know, if you don't understand it, I get it. I don't kind of understand it either. But I've never been in a situation where I haven't had closure, so I'm not sure how I would react. Now, Gary has an issue with a trailer wrap. Ed has an issue with a car. We have Steve Sizik on the phone from Larson Financial. And someone who texted me going through an audit. 
They want to know some common mistakes people make. And we'll talk about all of that coming back. 303-713-TALK. It's so cold. 888heating.com has been busy. And now they're replacing, but they're doing it with high efficiency units so people can have not only savings going in now, but for each and every month. Take this number for honest, dependable, high efficiency replacements for furnaces. 303-770-2776-770-2776. Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home. With Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. Let's uh, continue here. And uh, we have a comment on that anonymous caller, or Mary, as I was calling her. Go ahead, Mike. What's your comment? Hi, Tom. If anonymous, anonymous is still on, there is a YouTube organization called Adventures with a Purpose. And these may be the guys that found her mom to begin with. But she could probably contact these guys. They're a volunteer organization that travel the country, that dive on missing people, and they have an unbelievable track record of finding people. They may be able to recover her remains. Thank you, Ed. So that would not just be for water, but let's say climbing accidents and all that kind of stuff, adventures with a purpose? No, these guys special in diving. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you very much for that. I'm sure she's listening. Or we can let her know. Ed, what's going on with the sale of your 2022 Nissan Frontier? Okay. Uh, hi, Tom. Long time hi. listener. And I thought I listened to you long enough. I knew everything, but I'm stumped on this one. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I purchased a 2022 Nissan Frontier on Friday. Signed all the paperwork, got a 7.4. Was it was it new or used? Was it new or used? Uh, it was uh, uh, used. Okay. And uh, then also I get a call yesterday telling me I have to come back in and re-sign paperwork uh, that the bank changed the interest rate after I already signed all the paperwork. Did they change? Hold on. This is very important. Did they change the interest rate to your benefit or not? No. Okay, this is a common trick, if this is what's happening, called the callback. And Ed, what they do many times, and I've been through this, oh my God, dozens and dozens and dozens of times. What they do is they write up a deal to make it palatable for you so you'll take the car, okay? What they're uh -huh. banking on is if they change the terms, then you will go along with it and where you wouldn't have sitting there to begin with. So in other words, you go in and say, let, let me just give you examples of what we've encountered. You go in there and say, I need a payment of this much. I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that. And they say, fine, 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 fine. They sign it. Did you put money down, by the way? 
Yes, 2000. Okay. And you got paperwork and you left. Now they call back and say, right. uh-oh, we can't do it. Now, there's two ways this could go. If they wrote it up as a cash deal and you had to bring in the balance on or before a certain date, and that balance was going to be provided by a loan that they provide, but it's still a cash deal, they can write it up in such a way where if they can't get you the loan, then you still owe the money. You go out and get your own loan, okay. or if their loan doesn't go through, you got to go and sign a new loan, if that's the way it's written up. Is the interest most, rate on the buyer's order? Most car deals, when you go to a dealer, most of them are written up the wrong way. They're written up where they write a deal and tell you what the payment is, they put an interest rate on there, as Mark mentioned. They also put a term, a monthly payment. They fill out everything. But what they do, where it says lender, they put down the dealer's uh -huh. name, right? And then they hand you the keys and you drive away. In the past, okay. I hold on, Ed. Mm -hmm. In the past, when that happens, we have made the dealer honor the financing contract even if they could not sell it to a bank because they wrote it as if they were the lender. But in some cases it's written where they are not the lender. Now some of the tricks dealers play is they say, oh no, we're not the lender. Look at this disclosure. And it says this deal is contingent upon loan approval, in which we argued it is approved. You gave them the keys and told them to have a good time and left. So you actually not only financed it, but approved it. Again, this is a long drawn out battle, but we have been successful in the past making dealers finance it themselves or they have to find someone to do it under the terms they stated. What is the dealer, right. if you say, I don't want the car, what does the dealer say? I haven't got to that point yet, Tom, but you know, listening to you for all the years, I made sure uh, the bank, they said approved it, they have the bank name on it. I called the bank this morning and they're getting back with me, but uh, they said that they did a, like an auto approve because it was after hours in the weekend and they said they tentatively got it back from the bank at 7.5 percent interest then they got an email yesterday which was un i cannot understand that being a holiday uh that uh, the bank uh increased the interest rate to eight eight and eight and a quarter percent okay and what did the bank say when you called them uh, they're going to get back with me. They were like, no, we got the paperwork here. And they're like, uh, we don't understand why the dealer's doing this. Okay, I know why the dealer's doing it. They want to see your tolerance. After you've had the car for the weekend, if you love it, they, they're, they're trying to make more money. Because the more that that dealer sells on interest, the more they get to keep. Uh, I have a feeling. Yeah, gonna run I have a feeling that the dealer, this is my feeling, not fact. 
that they're trying to screw you and make more money on the deal. I think their GM or their sales manager looked at it and said, you know what? We can probably get a few more points out of this. Call him and see if he'll take eight and a quarter. Tell him we made a mistake. Now, what's the name of the dealer? Uh, uh, Dave Solon Nissan. I've not heard of him, which is good and bad. So here's what you want to Where are they located? Here in Pueblo. Okay, that's why. Okay, here's what you do. Tell them you're not going to sign another No, You're not going to sign anything. You have a valid contract. See what they say. Call us back. 303-713-8255. Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Tom Martino, you're a troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Gary, what's going on with your trailer wrap? What's happening, Gary? Uh, my daughter has a cargo trailer that she wanted to get wrapped with her company logo rather than get it painted. So she found a guy, unfortunately, he's on Craigslist, um, gave him some money for materials, uh, down payment for labor. He had the trailer for three months brought it back and it looks like a little kid wrapped that thing and it's not complete it's a, it's a terrible job and about how much did she pay for it for the job she paid uh 980 roughly 980 for materials and then a thousand dollars so two grand about deposit. just basically yeah, two, two grand yeah yes. and it looks like crap it looks like a little kid might have done it and it's not okay. finished for sure. Um, and I called him. He's ghosting me. If you call him, he won't answer his phone. But if he thinks you're a new customer, so he'll call you right back. I want to I know something. Seriously, let's get right down to it, okay? Okay. What do you expect from this guy? Even if you could find him, I mean, he couldn't do it right. So if you sue Correct. him in small claims court, what do you think the chances are he has two grand? What, what, are your, what is your end goal here? Because she got scammed. He's on Craigslist. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So I, I don't mean to, like, shut you down, but what do you expect at this point? What, what I'd like it was the materials back, for one. What do you um, mean the materials? I thought he wrapped it. Wow, he started to. It's not done. There's, there's got to be some material left. What he Will he, okay, but you can't get a hold of him. Is that the case? Right. He won't return calls. He will if he thinks you're a new customer. He'll call you right back. All right. So let's call him. To, uh, hold on, Gary. Give your number to one of us. Let's give this to a deputy. All he wants is his materials back. I don't think you're going to get much, but we're going to try. Hold on. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Yeah. Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Hi, Tom Martino here. Welcome to the show. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255, more than 40 years strong. We are here solving your problems, answering your questions, taking your complaints. We have Steve Sizik with us from Larson Financial. They do uh, they do help when you're in trouble. And uh, Steve, somebody's getting audited. They got a letter, and it's about not this current year, but I guess 2020 or 2020. So how far can they go back, Steve, for an audit? Uh, typically, when you get a notice, they can go about three years. And the, but once they open an audit, and if they identify other items in the uh, production or anything that causes them some pause, they can actually extend back as far as 10. Um, so you want to be... But, be but is there a law they can't go back prior to three years? Uh, no, I mean, they can go back as, as far as 10 years um, at any point, but typically they don't just because they've got bigger fish to fry and there's millions of different returns filed every year. So three years is typically their purview unless there's some fraudulent thing that pops up that they have to you know, review uh, on a so greater So what level. does it mean, literally what does it mean when they say you've been selected for an audit or, or we're auditing 2020? Do they usually tell you why? Yeah, yeah. In the notice, they would, they would. There's a couple of different types of audits. There's an automated audit where they'll say, "Hey, we've we've determined that you didn't report this particular 1099 or K1, so we're just going to adjust your return. Let us know if you have any objection, and they give you a deadline to object and 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 respond. Uh, a more global audit would be a letter from an audit agent who would say, "Hey, you know, I'm going to take a look at your books. Let's set a time for a meeting, and these are the documents that I want to be, you know, have you know available to me so that we can review you know that particular year." So. This particular client for 2020 would depend on the scope of the audit, whether it was just a, hey, we, you know, we, we you missed claiming this on your return, so we're going to adjust it for you. Let us know if you have a problem with that. Um, those ones are fairly straightforward, um, and you can respond to those just, you know, with the correspondence in the mail. Um, if an auditor is assigned to your case, that's going to be more intensive, and certainly you want to take those uh, pretty seriously. So, you know, with a crime, you say don't talk to police, even if you're innocent, don't talk to police. Is it the same with an audit? Should you immediately call someone like Larson Tax Relief? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not a, it's not a crime to file your taxes. <laughs> so there's no such thing as you know debtors debtors prison. No, no. Obviously. But what I mean is, you're doing do, should you call the IRS and just talk to them, or go through it alone, or should you always have help? Is what I'm asking. I say you always have help because you you don't know what you don't know when it comes to dealing with the IRS and and it's it's a it's a morass of bureaucratic you know bureaucratic you know uh, red tape and, and a web of lies it seems like a lot of times and so just knowing how to communicate with an auditor and what identifying what they're looking for 
um, can really put you in a better position. For example, I had a, a restaurant that was it had been audited basically every year uh, for about five years, and they were super, super frustrated. They were very competitive, with, you know, combative with the the audit agent. They were, you know, essentially not providing what they had to provide. They engaged with me, and and within essentially the first conversation, I was able to identify what the issue was, communicate that properly to my client. And the audit was resolved in like a week. You know, this was five years they've been fighting over one piece of paper that they just didn't understand they needed to identify and provide. So that type of thing, it really can be worthwhile to get a representative, not only to get some perspective, but also create sort of a, a third party communication device between the auditor and the, um, uh, and the, and, you know, the client so that there's no emotion involved. It's just, we're trying to address this. Let's get done. Let's move on. Steve, does Larson Tax Relief, do they charge like, by the hour for an audit or by the job? Uh, no, what, what we, well, a little bit of both because we can't really predict what the scope of an audit is going to be on a first call with a, a prospective client. So they'll explain to us what the situation is, and then I've been doing this for 12 years. So I'll say, well, based on what you've told me, I, you know, I projected that my fee is going to be X. And I will and I will secure that, but we work on a billable off of that off of that initial fee. Okay. And if the you know we find out it's a million dollars instead of a hundred thousand, we got to do X amount of additional returns or whatever it is. Then we would bill hourly for any additional work that we'd have to do. So that way we're we're more, we're pr- trying to predict what the client's exposure is going to be. But it is the IRS, and obviously a lot of times there's things that come out of the closet that um, create more work for us. All right, and this is Larson Tax, by the way. Uh, if you have any questions, give us a call or email us, help at troubleshooter.com, or you can text us uh, 57739. That's 57739. Thanks, Steve. I'm going to come back to you. I just, just as I said, that had another question. But let me go to uh, Sharon. Sharon, what's going on with your townhouse? Oh, hi. Um, uh, hi, Sharon. I called you about my Edenbrook um, HOA being out of control. Did, have you called before, Sharon? Yes. Okay, let me look it up here. And so okay. tell me about Edenbrook. Tell me about what's going on there. Okay, um, you actually put me on with Stan, the HOA man, and he helped me out. But he Okay, was- this is the runaway right. management company. Right, right. You said that basically, um, you say that... Uh, they're run, they, they don't check with anything, and I, I wanted you to get st- bank statements, and you wanted to know why they were writing checks to the handyman at around $15,000 a month. Yes. What did you find out? Oh, absolutely nothing. But <laughs> the issue today is I um, actually Stan's going to be, we have a meeting set up on Saturday Good. In, our, in our clubhouse. Stan's going to be there, but the only problem is our maintenance man is getting this $15,000 a year. He doesn't like my husband because my now, husband... Now, don't you mean 15000 a month, right? I'm sorry, a month. Um, and so he told him today, you're not going to be in that clubhouse unless you, unless you rent this clubhouse out. You won't have anything in this clubhouse. The maintenance man told us that. And so I wanted you to call Service Plus for me because I have called Service Plus five times. I've emailed them five times trying to get to rent this clubhouse before our um, one of our HOA members, he secured the clubhouse. He said, oh, I'll get you in the clubhouse um, on Saturday. Don't worry about it. So that was a couple of days ago. Well, I guess my husband and the maintenance man, I guess they crossed paths. 
And the maintenance man said, you're not going to have that meeting in the clubhouse on Saturday unless you rent it. So, therefore, I wanted you to just see if you can call Service Plus for me. Because they never return my emails. They don't talk to me. Um, anytime I ask to talk to my management company, they tell me to talk to a lawyer. So, they won't No, wait a minute. You're trying to get them to fix what? Oh, oh, that's the fixing is... Uh, Oh, he doesn't fix anything. But the problem was I was trying to get my financial record, you know, and I did get the bank statement. And so I had. But what is service? What, what do you mean by sir? Didn't you mention a service plus? Yeah, service plus is our main is our management company for our. HR. Oh, I'm sorry. OK, I get it. I get yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Listen, why are you and having why are you having such a problem? Because every time I ask them about me, uh, anything that's financial, they tell me to talk to a lawyer. That is ridiculous. So I mean, listen, listen, me. I think what you need to do is address this when Stan comes to the meeting. Really, you should never be given a hard time if you simply want to look at financial records of any kind. I don't understand why they're doing this. But once Stan gets there, maybe we can talk to him directly because these are things you need to address at that meeting. 303-713-8255. Just, just let's do that first. This, I, I don't understand. You, talk to a lawyer when you ask about expenses. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. People, th th that's not right, okay? It's just not right. Don's got an issue with a Duramax diesel, 2018. What is going on, Don? Hi, Tom. This is Don here. Yes. Um, so we started having an issue with the truck um, where it was leaking coolant out of the overflow tank. Um, well, is it overflowed? Um, it wasn't overflowing a great deal. It was, you know, pushing. No, what I mean is, of, is it is it overfilled is what I mean in the expansion tank? Oh, no, no, it. it by the levels indicated in the tank, it wasn't it wasn't overfilled. So when it's cool, it's at the proper level. And what's going on? It it how, how long does it when take to cool, overflow? Does it overflow every time? So when it's cool, um, it was it was at a low level. We would top it off, um, drive the truck about forty five minutes to an hour. Um, it would uh, show signs of temperature climbing, pull over. Um, just turn the truck off, start it back up, temperature would come back down, everything would be okay. You could, you know, get back on the road and move forward, right? But it's always um, from overflowing. It, it, during, when it would sit overnight, I'm sorry, uh, when it would sit overnight, it would leak, uh, not a, a bunch, maybe a, a cup or two of coolant out of the overflow tank through the cap. Okay. But when you're driving, when you're here's what I'm asking: when you're driving and you see the temperatures raise, does it ever start spitting fluid then? No, sir. Okay. Okay. And overnight, when it expands and spills fluid, do you ever look at the is is the tank at the normal level, or do you have to refill it? it it's we have to refill it. So, the, okay. 
So, and so this is only at night, not during normal operation. Correct. Okay. And I, it, we need to get one of our experts. What have you taken it anywhere? We were yes, we replaced we replaced the expansion tank, thinking you know the the overflow tank, thinking it was the easiest thing to do. Okay. But why replace um, the what, what? What would be wrong with an, it? All that does is hold fluid. Well, there's with the Duramax of the L5P Duramaxes. That's that's where the radiator cap is, and those tanks tend to go bad over time. Either the cap goes bad or the the tank has a crack in it, and so we figured it was it was a inexpensive repair. All right, so you 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 cap. did a new expansion tank, and yeah. it still is happening. Yes. All right, hold on. I want to get Jeff Vick on or Kevin Calkin, and we'll let's get one of our experts on. Um, we can even get Ramondo on if we want to try him from uh, uh, AKC. So either one of them. Let's uh, let's or our. I'm sorry. It's. It's RKC Automotive. Let's get one of our experts. And Kachina, I want to ask a quick question. Um, on that other problem, Gary, we were going to have somebody call and try to get those materials. Who'd we assign that to? Deputy Dollar. Deputy Dollar. Good. Thank you very much. We got more coming right up. I'm Tom Martino, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Dan McKenzie for wills, trusts, um, beneficiaries, deeds, anything to do with your legacy, with your estate, Dan McKenzie can handle. He'll be happy to give you flat rate pricing on each and everything that he handles for you. When it comes to your estate, McKenzie Law, 833-CO-PLANS. 833-CO-PLANS, coplans.co. Go with a sure thing, Denver's best roofer, excelroofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home. With REMAX Alliance. 303-920-1622. Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Okay, uh, Charles has a question. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Don on the Duramax, what are we going to do with that one? Um, um, it. Uh, oh, did we get our expert yet? They're not yet. Okay, hold on, Don. We'll go right back to you. So, Charles, your turn, Charles. What's going on? Yes, uh... Can you still get a caber refund on uh, if you're retired at 77 years old? And I would just wanted to know if you can or where you apply for it. Everybody got an equal one. So I can still get one. I didn't get one last year. Now, why well, didn't I you get one? Hold on, hold on. Why didn't you get one last year? You I don't know. I do moved taxes. over here in Lakewood a couple of years ago. And I didn't even get a... I applied for a, a, a ballot to, to vote, and I guess my vote don't count. They didn't send me one, and I, and I called them up, and it was too late. <laughs> Charles, <laughs> there must the be, Charles, hold on. 
Are you registered to vote? Yeah. I, I, I registered Why don't, you got to go on and check that. I did. I registered twice, and I called them, and they said, you're registered. We mailed it out to you on the 16th or something like that. I never received it. So I don't know. <laughs> well, it depends. Are you Democrat or Republican? Uh, right now, I'm ne neither. <laughs> More At like an independent. Or both. Well, I think you... they both suck. But, uh, but yeah, I'm still, right. I still eligible to, to vote. I don't, you know what? I can't tell you why you're not getting your ballot. That's serious. Well, I'll, I'll check with them before. Election. Now, as far as Tabor, though, I don't understand. Mark, you say something about filing taxes. So even if you have no income, you still have to file taxes? You know, I don't know when it comes to Tabor because they just switched it up. I, I honestly have does no Steve idea. Know, uh, does Steve Probably. You know from Larson Tax Relief, do you know anything about Tabor? Yeah, you have to file. You have to file a state tax return for them to identify you oh. for Tabor refunds. Well, that's and why I haven't filed. So, what if you have? There what you if go. you have a fixed income like Social Security? Do you and you're under the limit? Can you still file just to get it? Uh huh. Yeah, you should do that. Same. Same with you know all the the money during COVID and the rest. You can just file your return so that you don't you don't owe anything, and then you're on the system. Charles, that's that's okay. the answer there. Listen, if you have trouble with the uh, ballot again, I want you to call us back. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. By the way, can you go back and amend it and get – if you didn't take your Tabor, does yes. anyone know? Steve? What was the question? I'm sorry. Can you – if you didn't take a Tabor, can you go back and get it? Yeah, you should be. Yeah, the, the money doesn't go away. Um, so if you go back and file your return and you get on the system, he should be able to, um, you know, qualify for it. Now, the process for going back and reapplying or something, I'm not familiar oh, yeah. with, but I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's something on the internet that would walk you right through that. Yeah. Um, okay, hold it. I want to hear. I want to do that. I'm, I'm just googling that. It says here. You know, during COVID. Our kids were under us, meaning under our taxes, and we got a little bit of benefit. But ultimately, our accountant was like, you're crazy. They should be filing their own. And they both got, you know, COVID refunds of, like, whatever it was, three grand, 2500 each. He has, to call the, uh, he has to call the Tabor Refund Center, and it should be available if he shows that he filed state tax. There you go. Um, sounds, like, sounds like he didn't file, so, you know, I guess that explains that. By the way, Larson Tax is 844-LARSON-TAX when they're not here. Jeff Vick, Kimmer Transmission. We have a question, Jeff. What would, okay. cause, what would cause a Duramax to overnight leak about a, a cup of coolant out of the expansion tank? And while he drives, it slowly, the temperature goes up. And then, Don, when the temperature climbs, how long does it take for it to climb? Um, it climbs up uh, fairly quick, and then, you know, you pull over. Um, does it overheat? It like, it does it bubble out when it overheats? No, no, not at all. But why do you pull over? Does it, does the light come on? <laughs> yeah, when we watch temperatures and, you okay, know, so, pressures right, right. and things. So, so you yeah. pull over, and how it's long do you pull over? Uh, just a few minutes, not not a great. And then you know, once you start it up again, does it continue to run normally, or does it heat up again? It, it runs normally. It cools down and runs normally and acts like it did before the temperature went up. And then, and then at night, you park it and. It
and you find about a cup of coolant? Yeah, yeah. Underneath what would cause that, Jeff? Well, I really have to take a look at that one. It's uh, escaping me at the moment. Without taking a look at it, I'm not sure. Could there be, I'm wondering, could there be an air bubble or something in the system causing a false level, and when he fills it, he's overfilling it? No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, an air pocket should have purged itself by now, uh, especially if it's done it a couple of times. So, Tom, the the problem it goes a lot deeper than just that. Go ahead. We we took we took the truck uh, to a local shop that I've had some work done before. Um, they diagnosed it. Uh, they did. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The pressure test and said... What did they diagnose? They they just they did a pressure test and they diagnosed an issue um, with the pressure holding at the block. So head gaskets, right? Mm. So um, we go ahead and approve the repair. Um, they tear the truck down, um, and at that time they had mentioned the EGR cooler to us, which is the exhaust gas recirculation cooler, and um, that that could also have been. A problem because it's all tied in together with the with the coolant, um, you know, and whatnot. So if if it's failing pressure, a block pressure test, it's going to also it could also be the EGR cooler. So they they did a smoke test on the EGR cooler and it passed. They said it didn't leak, um, and so we went ahead and and had authorized to have the head gaskets replaced on the truck and. It was about a month into the ordeal where they called me and said, well, we're not 100% sure that the head gaskets will solve the issue. We'd like to replace the EGR cooler also. So we started looking um, into finding an EGR cooler for this truck. And hey, Jeff, does all this sound like it could be plausible? Yes, most definitely. I already had to replace them on mine. Okay, yeah. so wh where are we today, man, without going the step-by-step? So, step, where are we today? Right. And so my, my question to you guys is, is I'm, a, I'm a contractor, so I, I, I understand when somebody hires me to do something there's a, or, or diagnose an issue. I feel that the truck was misdiagnosed. We paid $7,500 uh, or $7,300. I'm sorry. $7,300 just for a diagnosis? No, to have head gaskets replaced. Oh, and you're saying it didn't need head gaskets. Yeah, because it's still doing the same thing after the fact. All right, after hold all on, hold on, and we'll, we're going to come back to this, Jeff, if you can hang, and I'll tell you why. This question comes up time after time after time. How much responsibility does a shop have if they have repairs done that don't fix the original problem? And we'll talk about that. It's very important topic. 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. A very important word right now about the weight lost drug semaglutide, which is in Ozempic and Wagovi. It's being offered by Denver Regen 
Dot.com. And I want to make something very clear. I want you to check with your doctor when it comes to diet and exercise, but Denver Regen also has a doctor that can help you get on this medication and can help you. This, the clinic can help you with the once a week injections or you can do it yourself. Everything for $250 a month. That's pennies compared to the cost of $1,200 or more for the prescription, um, for the brand name prescription. This is a prescription, but it's compounded medication. Denver Regen. Dot com, just $250 a month and no shortage for the weight loss drug that's sweeping the nation. DenverRegen.com. Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home. With REMAX Alliance. 303-920-1622. Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. All right, so right now, I think that when it comes to this uh, Duramax, it's a good question. If someone, Don, I want to go over it, though. Someone diagnosed it as needing a head gasket. Is that correct? Yes. Did they actually do the repair? Yes. When it did not cure the problem, what did they say? Well, about, and this went on for about a month and a half. Yeah, but what um, I just want to know their response to $7,000 worth of work that did not fix the initial so, problem. I'll add this. About a month into the repair, they came back to me and said this: there could be an issue with the EGR cooler. Okay? Um, and so... We started trying to source out an EGR cooler, um, and they were on national back order. But so wait a minute. This I is said, after, though, they already spent seven grand of your money. This is after the initial diagnosis and the teardown and then the parts sourcing and, um, you know, to do the head gasket job. What I'm getting at is it's after you spent the money. They said it could be no, something. No, it was just it was just before the truck was finished um, and we and we did the final ticket. What I want to know is this. I don't know how else to ask this. At the time, they told you it could be the EGR thing. Was it yes. soon enough to stop the head gasket? Would you have spent less? I would have probably spent more if we had had to get in, or if we were able to get the EGR cooler. They were on national back order. Okay, so what did you say at that time? Just go ahead and do the head gasket, and we'll deal with the other yes. thing later. What did you say? Yes, yes, I did. Uh -huh. Okay, now, Jeff Vick, is the labor similar to do the EGR as it is to change the head gasket? Are they two completely separate labors? Uh, I mean, you've got some more stuff out of the way, so you could potentially reduce the labor on the EGR coolers, but uh, you don't have to pull the head to put them on. Okay, so in other words, he's already spent a lot of money when they said it could be the EGR. Now, Jeff, 
in the industry, how do mechanics look at this when you recommend something, and I'm sure in your long career it's happened, you recommend something that doesn't fix the problem. You, I mean, they did get the value of the head gasket. It's not like, but if they didn't need it, then what? Or, or well, and, and by the way, let's assume for this argument, he did not need it because it is possible you need both. But go ahead, Jeff. Well, it is possible you needed both, but in the course of repair, they get halfway down. They've gotten to the head gasket. At that point, they're not seeing enough evidence to justify what they're actually doing is fixing the repair. And then sounds like they went after the EGR coolers because of that. They, they didn't see what they were hoping to see when they got there. Yes. Well, so, yeah. In, in, in my what would you have done before, if that happened, Jeff? Well, I would have to eat the head gasket and go after the coolers. Okay. Well, why wonder, John, does this shop feel any responsibility for a refund or to give you the EGR at a, at a low, low cost? I, I, don't, I don't think they do. I haven't presented that um, option to them. I wanted to, you know, see what you I would be really pissed off if I, I spent $7,500 on a repair that did not work. Right. Mark, what would you do? Uh, if it was my shop, I'd do exactly what Jeff said. I'd end up eating that first no, repair. But what would you do as a consumer if you just spent 7500 and find Take out? Take him to some... court. You would? Do yeah, you why think, not? Do you think he got any value out of it? I do. Well, I don't know. Sure. If the vehicle's still New doing mark. the exact same thing and it's got to be yeah. done again. Are you willing to pay anything toward that head gasket? No, absolutely. I know I know that, that you know, um, there's new parts on the truck. Um, what are you willing to pay? That. What what other you know, new parts other than the gasket? Well, you know, you got head gaskets, and then with a Duramax, when you do the head gaskets, there's a whole three-page list of parts to get replaced. Oh. Uh, you know, high-pressure uh, fuel uh, lines okay. and whatever. Well, then you did so, get some value here. So value. here's what I would yes, do. How many did. miles on the? It's a 180,000-mile truck. What I would do, I would come up with a certain amount and ask them to adjust the EGR. Okay. That's what I would do. And if I don't think okay. they're treating me fairly, I'd take them to small claims court. Okay. Now, I, I have been talking to some other experts, some friends at dealers. Um, and? We are in the car community. Uh, they do not, they've told me that yeah, a, sm a simple smoke test on an EGR cooler would not tell you um, if it was leaking or not, which... No, I, I understand. What I'm saying is, down, you know, let's assume yeah. they made a mistake. That's why I'm saying. Sure. Uh, that's yeah. why I'm saying. You got some new parts. Let's yep. see what they would do. What if they charged half price, or what if they credited you toward the next job a few grand? Sure. I mean, you know what sure. it will take to make you happy. What will make you happy? You know, I think I think a, a couple thousand off of the 7,300... Okay. Would, would put some money in their pocket for labor, and it would pay for all the materials that they used. By the um, way, I think a smoke test would actually show if that EGR is bad or not. But it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It's not a pressure test to see if it's leaking. You know, it would need to build pressure to see if it leaks. I, that's what I was told by uh, a diesel mechanic at a dealer. Jeff, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think the pressure test is more along the lines of what you're going to have to be doing there. And the EGR, what is the EGR that he needs? Is it a pump? Is it well, a valve? What is there's it? There's actually two of them. They're valves, and they're, they're liquid-cooled. So 
So there's yeah. two of them on the Cummins, and you got to replace them both. You typically replace them both. Okay. Yeah. Listen, man, I want you to go do that. Come, Call us back. Let us know what they say. 303-713-8255. We have more coming up. 888heating.com for a free estimate of a high-efficiency furnace that'll save you money each and every month not just on the installation and now's the time to consider that especially with gas prices going up 303-770-2776 go with a sure thing denver's best roofer excelroofing.com you don't pay a cent until you're content Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home. With REMAX Alliance. 303-920-1622. Hey, I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. Brent has an issue with Medicare. And we'll have open lines after that. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. Brent, what's going on with Medicare? Yes, Tom. Thank you. A long-time listener over 30 years. Um, right before Christmas, my wife and I got a letter from Health First saying our Medicaid and Medicare had been... Um, you know, they had canceled it because they had some issues. So, Who is Health First, by the way? Who is Health First? Health First does the Medicare and Medicaid uh, up here at DHS and sends out the uh, notice. What do you mean they do your Medicare? Okay, you have Medicare. Health First, is that your advantage plan? Um, I think so. Uh, I mean, did you have regular A and B with a supplement or advantage? We had regular A and B, both my wife and I. Then and I don't I understand what Health First is doing. So you got a notice from Health First I've never heard of, and they're saying yep. that what that you're that you were going to get some changes. Yeah, they canceled it. And uh, well, I don't. Kind of this doesn't even make sense to me. Who you got to tell me who is Health First? I don't even know who they are. Well, evidently they work with DHS here, uh, down here in Colorado Springs, and they work with the state. I've never heard. Okay, what do you mean they work with them? I, I, the state. First of all, is this Medicaid or Medicare? Both of them. Okay, well that's hold. Okay, this must be for Medicaid then. What was canceled? They can't cancel your Medicare, sir. Yeah, well, they did. I've got, I can show. I can. Wait a minute. Something. They did not. Wait. You're telling me that you're 66 and a half or older. You have Medicare and it was canceled. That's correct. Why? Uh, because they said uh, we needed to file some stuff. So they, they can't cancel. I'm sorry. They don't cancel Medicare ever. Well, okay. I can show you on this document that they did. And my wife is real sick with uh, non, non-alcoholic cirrhosis of the liver. And we, we, we went to an appointment. We couldn't get in. They said our Medicare and Medicaid were both canceled. All right. You hold on. We need to get our health okay. insurance experts on. This does not sound right to me. There's something I'm not hearing. 
Medicare comes from the federal government. They can't cancel it. So I don't know what you're talking about, but we'll get an expert on to try to cipher through it. Hold on. Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home. With Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Yeah. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Hey, I'm Tom Martino. Welcome to the show. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. Give us a call. We've been here for more than 40 years trying to solve your problems, answer your questions, take your complaints. Been in Denver more than that. It's, it's, it's an incredible show, and we invite you to take part of it. It's the only one anywhere that does this. We try to solve your problems, do anything we can to help you. So, I want to remind you that um, we have a problem pending about Medicare and Medicaid we don't understand. We'll get our expert on about that. But I also want to tell you that we have a number of things to talk about today, especially in light of this cold weather. One of the things I want people to do, and it'll get warm again, and it's not going to be like this forever, but let this be a lesson that we should be prepared and have checks done to our furnaces and our critical systems in the house when we're not under the gun. Because they tend to fail when we're at the worst of our weather, hot or cold. So when it's moderate and the pressure is off, if nothing has gone wrong, that's good. Check things out. Okay, please do that. And uh, by the way, we have now John Jones on. In fact, John Jones Jr. is with Integra Insurance. Right now, it's too late for people to buy health insurance of any kind. Isn't that right, John? I'm sorry, what was that, sir? The uh, open enrollment's over for everything, right? Technically, if you started the process um, by yesterday through Connect for Health Colorado, you still, they've extended, because of the holiday and, and the weather, they've extended it to Wednesday. Um, if you had started the process to be able to get that um, application submitted for a February 1st effective date. But, um, yeah, uh, technically, other than that, yes, open enrollment is over, so you have to have a qualified life event uh, to be able to get health insurance moving forward. And a life-changing event is considered what? Uh, there's multiple things. Loss of other coverage, like if you're losing Medicaid, right? There's um, a lot of people with these Medicaid redeterminations who have been losing Medicaid over the last several months. Um, and so loss of other coverage like Medicaid or coverage through an employer if you leave your job or are terminated from your job and you lose coverage. Uh, if you move to Colorado from another state and your coverage that you had in that other state is no longer good here, um, that's a qualified life event. Birth, adoption, uh, marriage, divorce, things like that. 
Okay, that's really important to know um, when it comes to buying insurance. So if you get, okay, if, if you don't have a life-changing event and you didn't buy insurance, what happens then if you get sick? No matter what, you can't get coverage, right? There's no exception. Not until the, correct, not until the next open enrollment period. Okay, so too late. We tried to warn you. Now let's talk about this issue. Brent says, he calls us and says that Health First Colorado, what is that? Explain Health First Colorado to us. That's Medicaid. That's, oh, that's just, all. That's, okay, that's, it's that's Medicaid. Our, that's how we brand Medicaid in our state. It's called Health First Colorado. It's Colorado's Medicaid program. Okay, thank you. Thank you. That clears things up. He said that Health First Colorado canceled his Medicaid and and his Medicare, and he has zero coverage right now. Mm, no, well, mm, no. Impossible. Well, yeah, your Medicare would not be impacted or affected by that unless, I mean, if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan that, like, a, what's called DSNP or dual eligible, meaning you're eligible for both Medicaid and Medicare, then your plan, your Advantage plan, your DSNP uh, Medicare Advantage plan um, changes. If you're no longer eligible for Medicaid, under those Medicare, those DSNP Medicare Advantage plans, you're out of pocket. Like, it coordinates with Medicaid, so you're out of pocket, like, $0 for all your your medical benefits. But if you're kicked off Medicaid, you're no longer eligible for Medicaid, then you're not eligible for that $0 cost sharing under your Medicare Advantage plan anymore. So now you have a monthly premium. Now you pay co-pays, and co you're supposed to then get off that plan. That DSNIP plan is not designed for somebody who's not on but Medicaid. You will never be you will never be denied Medicare. No, unless... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're not denied Medicare unless you don't pay your Part B premium. If you right. don't pay your Part B premium, then yeah, you get kicked off Medicare Part B. You need to make sure that you're paying that Part if B If you premium. don't make your premium and you're kicked off Part B, can you get back on? Yes. And you don't have a penalty for that? Well, there could be a penalty. I mean, is it one of those penalties that lasts the rest of your life? It could be. And do you have to okay. wait for open enrollment? Not for Medicare, well, you right? You can get back on. You'd want to go. You'd want to uh, contact your local Social Security office or now, Medicare. Brent, we need to know this notice that you got because it's they probably did not cancel your Medicare coverage. They first of all, let me know this. When you were on Medicaid, when you were on Medicaid, which is health first, were you also were you on regular Medicare or Medicare Advantage? Do you know? You know, I don't know that, Tom. Um, okay, never mind. Okay, you don't have to keep going. Now, what I need to know is this: How long were you? How old are you? I'm uh, 68. So you've only been on Medicare for a few years. Uh, yeah. Well, since I was 62. 
actually. I'm 60, about six years. How do you get Medicare at 62? I'm curious. If you have a disability. Okay. Brent, I want to ask another question. What's this notice you got that said you were canceled? Read it. it well, Tom, you called me back so fast. I, I got in the car and went to the store, and then I called back, and I've been wait, waiting to talk to you here. I don't have it in front of me. I apologize. I've got everything on my uh, Okay, uh, okay. My office, but you're, you're but, telling me from the best of your recollection that it yes. told you what? It said that both my wife and I had our Medicare canceled, and it said uh, since I didn't make a payment on my Medicare, I've never wait, made one in uh, six years. Neither has my wife; she's seventy-four, and uh, that they were gonna they were canceling my Medicare, and then my wife they said she, it would be forty-five days before she could requalify for Medicare. I've never heard anything right. this like this in my okay. life. What somewhere along the line? Your Medicaid probably was canceled, and you had to start paying your premiums. Why wouldn't they have Correct. automatically taken his premiums, John, out of his... Hey, are, you, are, you, are you taking Social Security, sir? Yes, I am. Then your Part B premium should be taken from your Social Security automatically. Um, I've never yeah, had I would highly, I would highly recommend you... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I've never had anything deducted from from my uh, retirement or my wife's Social Security ever to pay for anything except, you know, uh, prescriptions, which were covered on. No, no, you, ne you don't necessarily see it deducted, do you, John? You just get a check, Medicaid, right? Medicaid may have been paying his Part B premium um, or helping yes. you. So he would need to, con I mean, he, I, would, I would highly recommend that he contact Social Security. When did you get kicked off Medicaid? Um, right before Christmas, about the 15th of the month, I got a letter, but I didn't read it till um, like the first or second so of January because of the so holiday. Your last day of your last day of coverage should have then been December 31st for Medicaid. Okay. I would reach okay. out to Social Security, the Social Security Administration, um, as soon as possible, and and make an in-person appointment. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But listen, do me a favor, Brent. Would sure. you please, when you get home, Kelly will tell you, Kachina will tell you how to get that to us. We want that letter, and I want to send it off to John so he can interpret it for us. Okay, no problem. I can do that today. All right. Thank you very much. Now, John Jones Jr., let me get this straight. When you have Medicare, everyone turns the age and qualifies for Medicare they're part A and part, well, there's just a, it's not part A and part B. Which one has the premium? Part B has the premium. For most okay, the part Medicare, B premium, if you, if you turn retirement age and start taking benefits, automatically the part B premium is taken out of your payment. Is that correct? Out of your social security check. If you, yes. And if you don't, start taking Social Security at retirement age, then you're billed quarterly for that Medicare Part B premium. Now, if you take Medicare and you have to pay the premium, under what circumstances does Medicaid pay that premium? Well, if you qualify for Medicaid, it could qualify you to pay the Part B premium for you. Like you're... you're um, 
because of you qualify for that low-income subsidy. Okay. And then if that suddenly goes away, then you have to start making that premium. Correct. But wouldn't you be notified of that? You should be. But he was, it sounds like, on the 15th of January, or sorry, uh, December, and he just didn't see it until later. Okay, now, the next question, um, with, with this Part B coverage that you have to pay a premium on, okay, mm-hmm. what, what if you don't make the payment, it lapses, literally lapses, mm-hmm. and you can get back on it. But do you know the do you know the penalty you get when you never sign up for it? Will you get that same kind of penalty that lasts forever? If you go long enough without Part B, um, I believe there's a grace period to be able to get back on the Part B. That's why I want him to call Social Security on that, uh, just to see if they can get back on Part B as, just as soon as possible. Um, and but yeah, no, I mean if you go without Medicare Part B for an extended period of time, um, then at least two calendar months. And yeah, you start, and then I think you called, we talked about this one time, I pulled up a Part B calculator, penalty calculator, um, that we ran through for a consumer who had called in a, a couple of months ago, a few months ago. Um, but yeah, you could start incurring that penalty for in perpetuity. So it's very important that you stay on top of this, read all of your notices, and make sure you're doing it correctly. Because people, Absolutely. you know, Brent, I'm going to tell you a story. My brother, my older brother, who had some mental illness issues, never, ever signed up for Part B because he did not want deductions out of his check. It is so cost prohibitive now so cost prohibitive because he's over 80 that he really can't get it and that's big trouble i mean think about that how short-sighted if you think i want a few hundred dollars more a month and you don't sign up for b it can come back to haunt you um john sure and think if you, if you don't have if you don't have b you can't get a supplement you can't get a medicare advantage plan i mean right. it really limits all of your options and then you're just stuck with part a which is hospitalization only now if somebody is really poor does medicaid still kick in or not well if, they, if you're eligible for medicaid then yes i mean obviously you can um apply for and be approved for medicaid uh and um Okay. You'd have that coverage on top of your Part A. And All right, so, but, but in any case, the bottom line is this. If you're eligible for B, think long and hard about, about opting out. I'm Tom Martino. We have more coming up. 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. GenesisTotalExteriors.com for all your storm needs. Remember, they do everything on the outside of your house, including stucco, and that includes painting and uh, windows and doors and siding and roofing. That's GenesisTotalExteriors.com. Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. 
time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Tom Martino here. Get your calls in about anything. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Man, is the internet going crazy over Donald Trump. God, people either hate him or love him, but the people that hate him will do almost anything. Anything. In fact, to get him not elected. In fact, hence the criminal prosecutions and all the rest. The whole entire Democratic campaign is to convince Americans that the country is actually in danger, in danger, if he's elected. See, here's what I think. When people are zealots on any side about anything, they justify what they do. So I think, I don't think the election was stolen last time, but I think there are people now who believe almost anything will be justified to keep him from getting elected. Seriously. But it's interesting to watch. Carl, what's going on with you? Yeah. Um, uh, what's happening, uh, Carl? Excuse me? What's happening? Yeah. I'm calling for a friend of mine. Okay. Uh, she's an elderly woman that my widow and my wife and I are good friends with, and I help take care of her house. Uh she has a contract with one of these service places that companies, one of the major utilities, that come out and check your, you know, your furnace and your. Uh, well, what is it? Excel? So is it Excel Energy? No. Who is it? It's another one. It's another big one. Well, can you just but tell I don't us what is? Because I'm trying to get some advice on where to go with this. All right. So I mean, it does. It doesn't matter if you if you mention name, but it's okay. Go ahead. What what's going on? So, so she called them. Uh, to get her annual furnace checked, and they didn't show up. So she had a second one, and they didn't show up. And she's now leaving town to go see her new great-grandson in North Carolina. And they showed up the day before she went. And they checked the furnace out, which was running fine. And they said the air damper needed to be replaced. And I don't know anything about the furnaces, but this is a small little part. They took it out and ordered a new one. They couldn't get the correct part. So I had to do a substitute. So she's now out of town, and I met the guy, the furnace technician, that's going to replace that part. And he had real problems getting it to work because it was not the furnace. May I ask something? This air dampener you're talking about, does she have a high-efficiency furnace? No, this is a 20-year-old furnace. And does damper, this air dampener work automatically? Yeah, and this is a small part, and I may not have the exact name of the part. But, well, so anyway, they came out to fix the part, install the part, and they did it halfway, left the door off, and uh, they said they'd be back when she got back from vacation. Well, I wasn't happy with that, so I went back the next day and found the furnace was running full blast. The house was somewhere around 110 to 120 degrees. Uh, as far as we could tell, the furnace ran for for 26 hours. Yeah. Um, 
So I called that company back, and they came out and did some more repairs on it. Part of that. Well, hold on. Did he? Did he? turn up the thermostat or why was it running was it was it disconnected from the thermostat why was it running it's been negative because, 15 I'm sorry i missed that part you no mark mark I, I know it's negative 15 that's not what i'm asking but even if it's negative 15 the furnace is not going to heat the house to 110 unless you set it on an ungodly way or it's not regulated was it disconnected oh, there's a reason did. the furnace went to 110 why why? Because the, the technician put on what I've learned to, learned later from another technician is called a jumper. And what they do is when they're working on a furnace, rather than the technician, rather than have to go up and down to adjust. Right. The he jumped thermostat. the thermostat and he left it there so that it did not know when to turn off. That's correct. I get it. So I came back the next day and I brought that firm back. Um, and they took the jumper off and worked on the air damp, the air damper part. That's not the hundred percent. It's a little tiny part, about the size of a silver dollar. Uh, and so they worked on that. Uh, and I was very concerned. I'm a retired firefighter. I'm very concerned about the heat exchanger. Uh, and they said they don't check heat exchangers. So I got them to. Now, why were you concerned that. about the heat exchanger? Because of it running for 24, 26 hours on that heat exchanger. That's a lot of heat. Well, and if it's a 20-year-old furnace, li listen, furnaces are meant to run constantly. So where are we going with this? Get to the end of the story. Get to the end of the story. Um, I've now had another company come out and look That's at That's not it. the they end of the story. Get to the end of the story. What's wrong with the furnace as a result of running? The furnace is now running, but... When they came out, we had to shut the furnace off for approximately 10 days while they waited on more parts. Okay. Why? And so the, Why? Carl, the, Carl, if all it needed was an air dampener and then the furnace ran for 26 hours, that would not have done any substantial harm to a normal furnace. So I need to know what is wrong with the furnace and why would you why would they fix a 20 year old furnace uh, because she had a contract with them okay it got it so wrong. so here here's what i need to know carl at the risk of being here till tomorrow did they fix the furnace yes or no yes they did but okay what's the problem right now heat. then hold on what's the problem right now well the problem is we were the house was without heat for 20 days Okay. I had to go out and buy uh, space heaters to keep everything from freezing. Yeah. Uh, and they they paid for the second inspection, but they won't pay for the heat exchanger, the room heaters, space heaters. Well, they don't have to. But if you but if you do negligent work, and therefore the the. Carl, let me finish that sentence for you. If they were negligent and caused you to have to spend money to keep the house warm, then they should have yeah. to pay for that. That is not a foregone conclusion.
First of all, they can make, there's all kinds of arguments. There's an argument that the furnace was old and this wouldn't have happened to a normal furnace and that they were going out of their way to fix the furnace and that the house, you know, it's not their fault that, that, that it got extra cold. What I'm saying is this, Carl, yes, you're correct. If they were negligent and there was no way around it and they were totally negligent and, and egregious, then you're going to have to sue them for those. And, and then you're also assuming that you got no value out of the space heaters. And technically, you could sell them and only charge them for what the real loss was. There's way more to it, Carl. I know it seems black and white to you that they should just write you a check. It doesn't work that way. You have to sue them in small claims court or elsewhere to try to make this case. If they fix the furnace and the furnace is now working, you're right. They were a bunch of bumbling idiots. But I don't know what went wrong with the furnace. Because the furnace shouldn't have broken because it ran 26 hours. The reason the furnace probably broke because it ran 26 hours is because it was a 20-year-old furnace. I mean, you know, I, 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 how far do we go with this? Now she's got parts and a fixed-up 20-year furnace. I mean, so where do we go with this? Well, part of Part of this how, is, how much uh, are you trying to get from them, Carl? Well, we want to. Part of this is pay for the gas for that furnace running 24 hours. Carl, how much well, are you trying to, to get from them? A couple hundred bucks. Okay, that seems pretty damn reasonable to me. Yeah, and that's 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 the goal. Well, what did the utility company say? They say they want they'll pay for they'll pay for the the second coming out to inspect it. They'll pay for the gas. They won't pay for the uh, room space heaters. I would settle for that. To me, that sounds fine. You're going to have to sue them in small claims court. I can't make the argument they have to pay for your space heaters. I'm sorry. Try selling them. Okay. I mean. Uh, Carl, I can't make the argument. I think they're trying to be reasonable. They're paying for the excess gas. They're paying for the added uh, inspection. They fixed up a 20-year furnace. I, I mean, I think they're being okay. I, you know, in, a, in an ideal world, not only should they pay for the space heaters, they should pay for your time going out and getting it and the gas in your car to do it and maybe this woman's vacation part of it because it spoiled her time. I mean, it's not a perfect world. That's the problem. 303-713-8255. Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home. With Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. All right, let's continue here and uh, take your calls. We have open lines, so you can call right now at 303-713-8255. So here's a trivia question. Do cars run better in the cold or in the hot? 
What do you think? You got an idea, Mark? Cold. Absolutely. Now, the only difference, the cold weather does cause a bit more friction because parts um, are not as lubricated until the engine gets to operating temperatures, but thicker air makes it run way more powerful and efficiently and less pressure. So therefore, there's less strain put on a car actually in the cold, but there's more strain put on the external parts like the hoses and the belts. It depends though. Heat can also, extreme heat can do devastating things. Um, but in any case, the actual internal combustion engine, even the turbine engine, runs better in cold weather, because, mainly because of the thickness of the air, therefore boosting its efficiency. It's almost like you have a turbo, <laughs> you know, because turbos compress the air. That's what they do. They make air thicker. Tracy, what's happening? What's going on? Hello. Hi, Tracy. Hi. Um, I recently had my, my transmission serviced with Jiffy Lube. And a few months after I had it serviced, my transmission blew. And I, took it, I had it towed to a repair shop. And they're telling me that the transmission fluid is not the correct fluid for my, my truck. Now, this came right after Jiffy Lube? I'm sorry? Did this happen right after Jiffy Lube? No, it did not. It took a, it was ten thousand miles after I had my transmission transmission service that it finally gave out. And that ten thousand mile thing you had done was at Jiffy Lube, or that it one was. ten thousand before? Okay. Yes. Does Jiffy Lube acknowledge they did the wrong fluid? They do not. In what do you fact, mean? They they they, were, me, they say you were never there, or what? Well, when I went back to Jiffy Lube, they told me I never had my transmission serviced there, which I knew I had because that's the only place that's ever serviced my car. Okay, um, okay, hold on. They actually okay. deny they did it. They did in the beginning, and now, now since I've, I proved to them they did it, now they say they have did it, but they didn't put the wrong transmission fluid in is what they're telling me. Okay, what, was, what happened to the tranny? Um... Well, it just gave out on the freeway. I'm not a mechanic. So I mean, did they, towed. well, did the people who looked at it say, what's wrong with it? Yeah, they told me the wrong transmission fluid was in No, I mean, drive. okay. There's wrong transmission, meaning what happened to the inside of the transmission? Yeah, uh, they just told me my transmission was, I had a blown transmission due to the... How many miles on this transmission? Uh, 150-ish on my vehicle. And what kind of vehicle is it? Uh, Chevy Tahoe. 2015. Okay. So, okay. Um, Let's what do you Jeff think they on. owe you? I'm sorry? What do you think they owe you? I'm just curious. Uh, the, well, the estimate for the transmission is $9,600. To get it fixed? To get it fixed, yes. But you already had 150,000 miles on it. Why do you think they owe you all of that? From what the mechanics told me, the only reason I had a transmission is issue was because they put the wrong fluid in my car. So, in other words, that transmission would have gone forever. Well, I'm not saying it would have went forever. No, Tracy, I'm not, I'm not trying to trick you. Here's what I'm asking you. What was the lifespan on that transmission, do you think? 
I don't know, but well, I've had. Well, let's say, let's I've say, been. even though there's not a Tahoe in the world that has gone 300,000 miles on a transmission, let's say it was 300,000 miles. Let's say that. Let's give you the benefit of the doubt. Let's say that that transmission would have lasted you 300,000 miles. Okay? Okay. What would they owe you if your transmission was a 300,000-mile transmission? I would expect them to pay for the repairs of my transmission since they And then once your transmission is repaired, you have another 300,000-mile transmission. Again, I'm not trying to trick you. I'm going to tell you what would happen if you spent the time and money to go to court and could prove okay. that you had a 300,000-mile transmission. Okay. Here's what would happen if you had a 300,000-mile transmission. I want to get Jeff Fick on from Kimmer Transmission because I'm not sure how many miles those usually go. But let's say this. Half of your transmission was used up when you went in there. Half of it. Okay. They did, they did not take from you a new transmission. They took from you, if they are 100% wrong, and you can prove it, this, now, I'm not trying to stick up for Jiffy Lube. I think they're the worst company that ever existed, okay? Just, just so you know where I come from. I think they're the worst that ever happened, okay? I hate Jiffy Lube and wouldn't go to a Jiffy Lube if the planet stopped and there was no other Jiffy, there was no other shop in, in the world. Okay, but Jiffy Lube did not destroy your new transmission. If, in fact, they were 100% to blame, and really you could prove it, and if your transmission went to 300,000 miles, the very most in a perfect world they would owe you is half of that repair. Okay. There is something um, yeah, in the law, there's something in the law called betterment, meaning if someone destroys what you have, they do not have to make you like it was new. They only have to make it like it was. So I'm not trying to, again, this is not Tom Martino's philosophy. This is thousands and thousands and thousands of court cases. But you have some obstacles here. First, you have to show that, yeah, it would have lasted about 300,000 miles. I doubt it. Second, they're denying the damn thing. How do we figure out what kind of fluid they put in there? I mean, is it on your receipt? Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Yeah. Ripped off. Bad news. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You need advice so you don't have to lose. We'll come running just as fast as we can. Troubleshooter's gonna help the common man. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Hey, I'm Tom Martino. Welcome to the show. 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. Welcome to the show. Here to help you solve problems, answer questions, take complaints, make your life a little easier. You know, often we get complaints about something being destroyed. Just name it. In this case, it was a transmission. Let's say uh, they put the wrong fluid in, the transmission failed. Let's say, for argument's sake, that's true. What do they owe you? They owe you the transmission that they destroyed. If that transmission was old, they owe you an old transmission. If it was new, they owe you a new transmission. This is a very difficult, very difficult concept for some people. But it's called like for like. You don't get guaranteed replacement of anything. When it comes to someone owing you damages, you just don't. So, the analogy, what's the analogy I use? Even my YouTube morons will remember it. You're eating an apple, you ate half of it. Mark comes, being the bully he is, and he knocks that apple out of your hand. What does Mark owe you? He owes you half an apple. You already ate half of it. In the case of this transmission, Jeff Vick, Kimmer Transmission, as our expert, all transmissions have different kinds of lives. You can only go by, there's no exact life, but we can at least estimate. So let's talk about this particular car. Let's say it's a 2015 Chevy Tahoe, and it's got 150,000 miles on the tranny. How good is that tranny? How long is that tranny good for, approximately? Is it the six-speed or the eight-speed? I don't know. She hung up either, so we don't know. But. I'm going to assume it was the six-speed. Most of them were. Um, you know, 150,000 miles, she's probably right there. At the life expectancy of that unit, I see a lot of them with under 100,000 miles that we're pulling them out. Okay. That's unfortunate right so but it could it could be that her transmission so here's what happened she had her transmission serviced at jiffy lube 150,000 miles on the tranny 10,000 miles after that service 10,000 miles the transmission failed according to the shop she didn't tell us why it failed she just said it failed and the shop said it was because it had the wrong transmission fluid. How would that shop even know? How would you know well, what kind of transmission? 
It was short of having to analyze unless they did something really egregious, like put in the, the blue Subaru fluid or something to that effect. Uh, they wouldn't, not, not just by texture and touch. Of course they wouldn't. That's why I think the more I'm thinking about this, the second shop is lying to her. Yeah, they just because gave an excuse for why it went down. That's right. Now, it could have gone down, but it's 150,000 miles. And I want to ask you something. What kind of fluid could you put in a, a, a Tahoe Chevy transmission that would make it fail? I'm talking about yeah. if it's transmission fluid. What would Not make it fail? Not necessarily make it fail as much as you're going to get uh, reduced life out of, out of the frictions. Uh, if you use the wrong fluids, it will usually cause drivability complaints when that, when that happens. But it's not necessarily a direct failure of the fluid. Okay. So it's safe to say probably after 10,000 miles, it, it could have been, but probably not the wrong fluid. What do you think? It, she would have had other drivability complaints if it was something that was actually affecting it that badly. That should have been brought to her attention that she needed to get it in sooner. Most of those six speeds, they turn on the torque converter clutch as early as second gear, and it's actually really, really stressful on it. So the most common thing we see is the bearing inside the torque converter give up, and it sucks it down through the pump. That's more, more common than not. So let's just talk transmissions in general then, Jeff. Okay. If it comes to a transmission in general, what's the first thing you do to extend its life? What's the, what's the most... The best thing to do for a transmission? Just regular maintenance. I mean, I know a lot of them, they say they have lifetime fluids in them. We've discussed that before. That's the lifetime of the transmission, if you want to look at it that way. But if you do regular maintenance, you know, about every three years or 36,000 miles, address any leaks as they come up. You know, make sure that those things are being taken care of. Don't let things get behind you. That's the most cost-effective means you can use keeping that unit on the road. And that's really it. Fluid and filter. There is no adjustment needed. No, not on today's transmissions. Okay. So the only time you mess with it is if there's a drivability or noise. Correct. Okay. Jeff Fick, Kimmer Transmission. By the way, he's at Arapahoe and Jordan area, 303-693-1400. 303-693-1400. Appreciate that very much. Okay, so what is your problem, question, or complaint? Give us a call. Now, Mark, I have this thing here. I just got this notice from arguably one of the worst Mercedes-Benz dealers that in the state, which is Mercedes-Benz of Westminster. They used to be a good dealer years ago. Something happened to him. But anyway, out of the blue, I get this this, no, this uh, notice. Mercedes-Benz of Westminster, right? Your appointment cancellation. Your service appointment for your Mercedes-Benz G-Wagon 550 scheduled for December 25th. 2030 has been canceled. Did you hear that? Yeah, I think it's just a reminder. 2030, Mark. Yeah, I know. What I'm saying is I think their machine or their computer just, you know, emails everybody to remind them to get in there. 
But yeah, it's crazy. I get it. Five years anyway, from now. Anyway, it's weird. Okay, so here's what I want to know. What do you think are the 10 unhealthiest states? If you had to just pick one, what would you think would be one of them? One Louisiana, of the Mississippi. Hold on. My God, you just automatically went there. Why did you go there? Because we go to Louisiana a lot, and a lot of people don't look healthy. Mark, you picked, what, what other one did you say in Mississippi? You picked two of the top ten. Louisiana. Not one and two, but you picked two. The very first. Now, this, go, this is from CDC and health insurance companies as far as prescription drugs, procedures, sicknesses, illnesses, all of that. Death rate. The number one unhealthiest state in the United States, West Virginia. Yep. That doesn't surprise you. Number two, Mark, is Mississippi. Number three, oh my God, I just realized something. All 10 of these states have something in common. One is West Virginia, two is Mississippi, three is Tennessee, four, Arkansas, five, Kentucky, six, Alabama. Oh my God, first of all, all of those are considered Southern. Seven, Louisiana, still Southern. Eight is Oklahoma, not Southern. Nine is Ohio, Midwest. 10 is Indiana Midwest. But do you know what else they have in common? I mean, most of them are South, but that's not what they have in common. You know what they have in common? So this just tells you something about health right here. I made my own conclusion. Of course, it's not scientific. They all have weird accents. West Virginia, Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, Alabama, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Ohio, and Indiana. Can you believe this? Now, what, what about, is it though? Most, what does it say? Heaviest? What is the, what is it? Oh, you mean what makes it unhealthy? Yeah, see, I find that weird that those are the unhealthy ones. But if you look up drug abuse by states, you know, you're talking Colorado, you're talking New York, California. Oh, no, it's not just so, drug abuse. So market. what makes you unhealthy? Oh, according to this study, okay, this study is the amount Eating. of prescriptions, the death rate, the life expectancy, the cancer mortality rate, heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, it's a number of things, okay? And this was uh, compiled by the CDC. Now, listen to this. Yeah, we know how righteous they are. Well, I mean, when it comes to statistics, I mean, what, you know, what, what would they have to gain by that? Now, I don't know. How many people did they say COVID killed? Go ahead. Well, I don't know. By the way, how could COVID be so bad? I mean, how could that be? That changed the entire world. Do you understand that? The entire world. Anyway, here, is, here are the top 10 healthiest states. Now, I disagree, although it said, according to actual statistics... Hawaii is number one. Now, I didn't think, when I, when I go to Hawaii, I see 
big, fat, tired. I mean, I, my God, I did not see healthy people. Number two, Utah. These are healthy. Number three, the third most healthiest, Connecticut. The fourth, Minnesota. The fifth, Massachusetts. The sixth, good old Colorado. Then New Jersey, New Hampshire, Washington, and New York. I would have never guessed those. Never, ever, ever. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. What's going on? You tell me. ProBid Energy, a complete solar system for $21,000 after your credits. ProBidEnergy.com. And that includes battery backup. 303-623-1531. Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home. With Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Hi, Tom Martino. Your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. What's on your mind today? Gary, go ahead. Hey, uh, Tom, that list that you just went on the uh, unhealthy and healthy states, I yes. think the CDC did a little thing on there, which is a little political, is the unhealthy seem to be all red states and the healthy seem to be blue. Including do you, Utah. Do you, Utah. Do you really, hold on, you really believe they would be that political to do that? Yes. Oh, damn right. Really? Wow. Yeah, I don't I mean, how did, okay, I, I mean, listen, I'm not going to argue, I don't know, but here's, here's the thing, though. If you're looking at the actual statistics as far as the percentage of adults who smoke, the people who are obese, the people who've had the shortest life expectancy, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you think they actually manipulated that? I mean, I don't... See, I believe in a certain amount of bull no, crap, they, they but I don't think they'd go... They leave stuff out, like the homeless population, like the drug addicts. They leave stuff out. Well, I... Actually, I they, don't know they, they cherry pick. I'm, I'm certainly yeah, not going to exactly. sit here and try to defend them. I'm just reading it. But, I, I mean, look, I don't put it past people to try to make points. But what point are they trying to make? Is that it's unhealthy to be conservative? I mean, what the hell? Do you really believe well, that? 
What point do you think they were making when people would get uh, hit by a car and would be on a respirator because they're going to die because of the accident, and yet they did have COVID, so COVID was the cause of death? No, uh, Mark. Listen, we are uh, we are aligned on that for the whole the whole damn. Well, you're, COVID you're shocked thing. the CDC lies. I mean, that's shocking. No, that you no, are no. Shocked. I, I just think that this particular study, there would be no reason for it when it came to COVID. The reason for the lies and the misdirection. There were a few reasons. First and foremost, it was to control people, and and here's what I think. I don't think. And again, what difference does it make what I think? Because everybody thinks something different. But, Mark, really, I'm appealing to you on a serious note here. Do you believe, though, that the people control issue was because they simply were power hungry and wanted to control people? Or could it be this, that in their minds and hearts... It was the right thing to learn how to control people for their own good. In their minds and hearts, everything that they say or want done, like opening the border, is all in their hearts and minds. They truly believe all of it. So what's the difference? No, no. Okay, good. Because the point is, I don't think people are sick and insane as much as I distrust and, and I'm disheartened by America right now. I do not believe Democrats or Republicans have in their mind to destroy the country. In other words, I don't think Biden wakes up and say, what can I do to destroy the country? You've got to generalize or not generalize. You've got to come up with what you mean by destroy the country. If you don't want a country and want a global society, that's what a lot of the Democrats are out for. Okay, Okay, that could be so. You're right. You're right. But, okay, I guess what I'm saying is this. I think when it comes to a lot of progressive or liberal policies, I don't think there's one of them that wants crime, for example. They don't they don't want crime. They don't want people to shoplift. They don't want that kind of stuff. But I think they believe by enforcing certain laws, they're being racist or they're being unfair. Therefore, the unintended consequence is to allow crime, but I don't think they like it. I, I think th- th- it, it gets to a dichotomy. Okay, then take that, take that to the border. Do they like what's going on at the border, or they really don't like people coming over that they're hoping that'll vote for them eventually? What, what is it? I think that they would love for... No, I think that... This is what I think, and I'm hoping, that they're not insane and just don't think about it, but I think... In their minds, they're helping people by getting them here in America. And so it's I not think, for voting yes, purposes to and, stay no, in power. No, no. I absolutely believe that they know that all of the people coming in are not going to vote for Trump. I, I, I mean, they absolutely know that providing health care, Social Security, universal income, or whatever they decide to do in the end, that people will look at the gift horse and say... Let's vote to keep these gifts coming. Absolutely, positively. Yes, there is a political component. Uh, yeah, I believe that. Um, but, but do you believe everything they do is in an effort 
to maintain their power, or do you believe yes, to a the certain same reason, extent? At, at the same reason that lady in Georgia said, hey, I am campaigning on throwing Trump in jail. Yeah, I do. I think they're corrupt as all hell, man. No, they, and, and they can be. But do you If think he wasn't running have... for office, do you think he'd be up against one trial date this year? One. No. Okay. But... So if that's not trying to keep their power, what is? And going well, no, back is, to the CDC. It is trying to keep their market. Isn't is trying the to CDC, keep their... hold on, isn't the CDC the same ones that after they told us, oh, go out, get the jab, so we're not going to get the virus and we're not going to give it, they totally redefined the word vaccine. Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. B has a question about a number of things here. I think she has two questions. Let's go. Hey, B, what's happening? Hi, Tom. I have a yes. question. I just bought a new truck, and... Um, what did you buy, by the way? rate on that, uh, a 2023 GMC Sierra... Uh, 2500 HD. God, that's a nice one. AT4. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but here's my question. I haven't, um, when I got the loan, my, um, credit score was 809. And the best I could get on the annual percentage rate was 7.99. Yeah, that's not terrible my nowadays, but go ahead. My question to you is over the term of the loan, I would pay 25000 almost 26000 in finance charges. I'm thinking of pulling fifty k from my 401k and paying the remaining, because uh, the truck was $82,000, um, uh, taking a loan of 50000 paying in cash the remaining, the difference, but I don't know if that's a good idea or not. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. The 401k, you want to borrow from your 401k and pay off the truck. Bottom line? Yes. And then you're going to pay, I, hold I, on, I and then you're going to pay back your 401k, right? No. Yes. Okay. So if you pay back your 401k and you can get that money at cheaper, is, can you get it cheaper than 7.99? Yes, 4%. And wouldn't I be paying myself the interest back? Well, of course you would. However, however, there might be an opportunity cost there if, in fact, you could be making more than that in the market or you have a really good investment vehicle. So it really depends on how your 401k is performing. See, that's what I don't know because I can't predict that. And well, right no, you can. You, you okay. can't predict it. Hold on. B, you can't predict it, but you can look at your 401k's performance over the last five years. Mm -hmm. What have you averaged as a return? And who manages it for you? 
Um, Fidelity manages it, but um, about a year ago, I had to pay, uh, take a chunk of that and pay it out in a divorce in a quadro. So well, my balance okay. on what's your balance? My four hundred one k, um, but one hundred thirty something thousand. I think it was okay. What or what has the performance been on your four hundred one k in general? I mean, I'm not talking about one month, one year. I'm talking about let's say three you know, to I'd five have years. To look at that. I I I couldn't tell you. I mean, okay. it's been performing. Uh, I think performing too many like, people borrow from their four hundred one k or IRA and they never pay it back. That's I, true. I, I find this risky as hell. You could take a hundred and thirty oh, no, thousand. Well, you could take that yeah. hundred and thirty thousand you have right now, and I know people are going to bitch when I say this, but if you rolled that over into some annuities with the bonus, ten years from now you'd have over a half a million dollars you could access or money for the rest of your life. I, I would take something like that to the bank any day compared to to borrowing it to pay off a truck. Okay, that's one. That's one possibility. Listen. You're going to pay finance charges no matter what. What you're really looking at is the difference between, you're looking at a difference of about 3% interest, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then everything is in the math. If you take a difference of 3%, what will that 3% mean over that time? And can you make more if you put it in an annuity or kept it in a 401k? It really just boils down to that, B. If you have the discipline to pay it back, there's really nothing wrong with doing it. Yeah, but Tom, um, Tom, what happens if she's in a car wreck tomorrow and she can't be employed anymore? What happens if she gets fired? What hap- There's a million different things that can happen, and that money will never be put back in for her retirement. It can. It's not like um, she's sitting on a million bucks. She's got $130,000 in retirement. You know, there are, unforeseen, cir- B, there are unforeseen circumstances. And I've thought about that. I'm like, you know, what if I get fired? Would I be able to pay that back? Yes, I do have other places that I can pull from. Well, tell me other places um, you can pull from. Give me an idea. My investments, my investment accounts. I've got other investments. Well, let's talk places. about that. Your other investment accounts. How much do you have in investments? Uh. Five hundred and one fifty. Okay, and what are how are they performing? Um, like the five hundred is that with a brokerage account? Yes. Okay, here's what I would do. Yes. I would take it out of a brokerage account and pay off the truck. Period. Out of the brokerage? Yep, that's what I would do. Okay. And then, if you want, you can pay it back. If you don't, there's no consequence. Unless if it's making more percentage. I mean, if it's making a ton of money, but Mark, I would say any brokerage account, it's, you know, she's paying 8% for that truck. If she can save 8%, I think it's worth it. And there's no tax consequence because you already have the brokerage account. It's after taxes. That's what I would do personally. Because it's like getting 8% on that money. Okay. That's yeah, way better than messing with retirement. That's way better than messing with retirement money, which has the tax deferred benefit and higher returns. Okay. That's what I needed to know. Cause I was just like, I just can't give this 
25000 of the bank, it's just No, I get it. Up. Then I, take it out. Yeah. I would take it from my brokerage way before I take it from qualified money. That's me. Okay. I mean, you know, 307. Hey, one yes. more, hold on. One more idea. The become the banker option. You roll it over at least 60 grand or 50 grand of it into a life insurance back plan. And then you pay it off, which is and you're in return going to be paying it back monthly, charging yourself interest and growing your IRA. Yeah, because the the he's saying treating the become the banker uh, life insurance policy as a retirement that is definitely resp- um, that's definitely a possibility. Just think long and hard. It does take a lot of discipline. Whereas paying it off with a brokerage account, you do whatever you want after that. If you do it with life insurance, you got to wait a little while until you can fund. You got to overfund it and then pull it out. And it's a little more complicated in this particular case. I'm not sure it's the best option. It's certainly not a bad option. 303-713-8255. Go with a sure thing. Denver's best roofer, ExcelRoofing.com. You don't pay a cent until you're content. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. You'll think you're his only customer when you choose Frank Duran, the real estate man.com to list your home. With Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, don't forget 303 Martino. That number works on and off the air. Tell your friends over $300 million. Cash, merchandise, exchanges, refunds. You want to be part of the show. You want to expose a bad guy. That 303 Martino or help at troubleshooter.com. We'll get back in touch with you. And hopefully we can help you out or your neighbor, your friends, your family, whoever it is. We love doing this, and we do it day in and day out. Don't forget, you can go to YouTube, type in Troubleshooter Network. You can watch us for the entirety of the show. Four hours, you can see us during uh, breaks. We talk about different things that we don't talk about over the airwaves. I think you'll really dig that. 303 Martino. Now, I'm interested in this one. Let's go to Angie real quick. What's going on with this shoe repair store, Angie? Well, I... I sent in a Louis Vuitton purse uh, that cost me about $700 to go to a repair shop in Boulder um, just okay. to kind of have a little makeover, have some water spots removed, et cetera. Um, sure. I, they charged me $250 um, to fix the purse. and they All right, put her on hold. Day. Angie, we're going to have to pick this up in the morning, but we're going to help you out. Kelly, make sure she's first thing. Everybody hold tight. We're going to be back tomorrow right here on the Troubleshooter Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.